Good morning, I'm Kim Blair. And I'm Eddie Amos, and this is Virginia Technology Today. Virginia Technology Today is a public affairs presentation of WFIR. Today, we're honored to have John Phillips on the program. John is the president of the Roanoke Blacksburg Technology Council. John, welcome to the show. Eddie, thank you for the chance to be here with your audience. John, it's been a little over a year since you became the president of the RBTC. Remind the audience, what is the RBTC? And tell us what you've learned this past year. The RBTC is a membership organization that was brought together really about 20 years ago to work with the technology companies in our region to to really support and help grow the technology companies in the Roanoke Valley and the New River Valley. We have about 200 members and we work to help them connect and grow and, and develop opportunities in the area. So, John, the RBTC continues to receive accolades across the Commonwealth. I was on a call with uh, VIPA last week, and they'd asked you to share a lot of the documents and best practices of various programs you put in uh, in gear. So congratulations on that. But tell us, how has COVID impacted your ability to serve the technology community this year? We've had to rise to the occasion as a technology organization. We've had to learn to function in a virtual environment, something that certainly accelerated with something we should have been doing originally. And we've had to find creative ways to personalize uh, those virtual connections. I think it's it's interesting. We've had to make the RBTC become as much a resource for our members as it was an opportunity for them to meet each other and develop their businesses. We've had to work to gather information on remote, um, remote workforces, as well as emphasizing uh, cybersecurity and helping companies make a conversion, that fast conversion to virtual working. We ourselves had to develop a daily radio show as we worked to try to find new ways to connect uh, businesses to the, in the, in the community with these resources. And in that radio show, we were able to discuss in real time how companies were being affected and some of the resources that were available to them live on the radio. John, the RBTC is funded largely by sponsors in the community. How has COVID impacted your sponsorship efforts? Well, the RBTC certainly had a major source of funding through the in-person events and the sponsorships that came with that. And the loss of those events meant that we we took a little bit of a hit in that area. But we found that the real strong and active members and sponsors have stuck with us. And that's been tremendously important to the organization. At first, sponsors were reluctant to sponsor virtual events. And we found, though, that uh, there's different ways to creatively get the sponsors' names out in some of those events. And that's what we've been able to find those innovative solutions as we've moved throughout the year. We're finishing our annual campaign at this point, and we're finding that actually we're doing better than we did this time last year. And so we're real pleased with that and really appreciate the members that have stuck with us and those strong sponsors as well. And John, it's not too late to still get involved if a company or an individual would like to participate and and help fund the RBTC, correct? Absolutely. How would you do that? Well, there's major opportunities, certainly with all the different uh, programs that we have. We, in, a, in a normal year, we're having somewhere around 75 different types of events throughout the year. And certainly in a COVID environment, we're continuing with a lot of the different experts that we bring in. But we also uh, have opportunities for folks to sponsor our cybersecurity forums, our women in technology forum, and our business development forums. Those forums bring together folks of that common interest, and they uh, educate 
the community and some of the different uh, challenges that each of those common interest areas have. And it's a chance really to reach that community as a sponsor. So certainly sponsors of those areas, but we also will plan to have our annual Tech Night event, which we'll probably do toward the end of August this year. And we hope we'll be back in person and that's a major fundraiser for us as well. So we, we think there'll be plenty of opportunities both virtually and by the end of the year in person for everyone. You know, the RBTC is such a critical part of the regional ecosystem. Can you highlight a couple of the programs that the audience just may not be aware of? Well, one of the challenges our uh, technology companies always are looking to overcome is to find folks with uh, the talent and skills that are required within their company. And so we developed this last year, the ELITE program, which is experiential learning and uh, information technology. And what we're offering here is a chance for folks to learn both through an apprenticeship model on the job training, but also uh, take advantage of interns that are available through our local universities. And so in this model, we're working with two strong partners, the Acceleration Center, uh, which is Next Up Solutions, but also with Max Potential. Max Potential works with apprentices to take them through about an 18 to 24 month training program where they emerge with the certifications and they receive pay throughout that entire time. And then Next Up Solutions works directly with companies to take on projects that the interns that they manage through Virginia Tech, Radford University, and hopefully other universities will take advantage of as well. So we hope that those programs will continue to develop the talent in our region. And then certainly those traditional forums that we've had in the past, but also RAMP. And I know you had Mary Miller here a couple of weeks ago. And so it's great to see that program grow and develop as well. And we like to see that this year it's expanding into the life sciences area, as well as technology uh, business development. That's wonderful, John. Um, we have a pretty large audience who listens to the show on WFIR. How can individuals and companies get more involved in your efforts? Well, the best way to find out about us is the RBTC's website, rbtc.tech, but also directly, certainly through me and through any of the many members that are active in our organization. But on that website, you'll find all the different events and programs that we have, and that's an easy way to connect with us. Some of the benefits of becoming an RBTC member include developing strong connections for your business. We think of connections as business development opportunities, but really it's also connections to include mentors, such as the CEOs and leaders that have successfully started, grown and exited their companies within our region. These are, include opportunities to expand your personal network, to enhance career opportunities, and the ability to learn about technology platforms and stay ahead of the industry. You know, as a business grows, challenges change, and the RBTC includes so many people who've been through all of these different challenges. We're able to put folks in contact with experts and providers ranging from banking and talent search and business development. And then, you know, the RBTC at its core is here to support the region. And by being a member of the RBTC, members and sponsors enable the tech community to grow and expand in our region. This develops new opportunities for everyone. So we, it's really a place for all sorts of different types of companies and different uh, levels of experience within the RPTC community. So John, you have so many interesting programs and so many interesting members. Starting next Thursday, you're gonna be joining Kim to help co-host Virginia Technology today. 
What do you have planned? Well, Eddie, I appreciate that opportunity. And I guess I'd say one of the great things that you've done with this uh, show is to personalize the technology community and get us up close and comfortable and personal with the folks in the community. So we want to continue that, but also we want to continue to grow and look at technology in some of the other fields. I've been very impressed with the manufacturing in our region and how advanced that has become. And a lot of the different programs they have are pretty exciting. So we want to also reach out to those different areas, but bring in current technology news and activities that are going on in our region to further help folks make that connection to the wonderful opportunities that are available in the technology industry within our region. I think it's important, Eddie, for us to, to say you've been awesome, and maybe you could share with our listeners what you have planned next. So one of the things we talk about a lot with various companies is the need to bring in uh, you know, more folks to help them over the chasm, if you will. So there's a local company here in town that's doing incredible things with autonomous vehicles, Torque up in Blacksburg. And I'll be joining them as their chief transformational officer and working on some of the processes and working with their engineering group. This is probably one of the most talented uh, set of individuals I've ever had the opportunity to work with in my career. So I'm looking forward to hanging out and listening to the show and being a guest from time to time. Well, that's what I was going to say, Eddie. You may go a little bit up the road and have a day job again, but you're never going to be far from VTT. And trust me, John and I will be tagging you back in on a regular basis. And it's been a privilege and an honor to work with you and and be a part of what we've grown here with the Virginia Technology Today. Um, and I'm thrilled to be working with John. Um, unfortunately, John and Eddie, we've run out of time for today. Thank you for updating us on the RBTC. Um, John, and I'm looking forward to the show this week. I would like to thank our executive producer, Joey Self, for making this show possible, and Bill Trafiro for editing the program. Until next week, I'm Kim Blair. And I'm Eddie Amos. This is Virginia Technology Today.